Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, welcome to our little get-together. We call it a radio show. We call it a podcast. But what it really is, it's an education. It's an important education. We are here to try and help you become a better manager of your money because I am convinced after, and somebody said I did this for 40 years. I've not done this for 40 years. No, no, no. It's 30 something, but it's not 40. It's not 40. Uh, (laughs) But what I've learned is I just don't think the bulk of the financial services industry is in your corner. I I just don't think that the more I look at them, I mean, in the last hour slash podcast, we talked about Blackstone and these products they create with these ridiculous fees and they're just not looking out for you. It's a game. It's a game. They're playing with your money and it's your money. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be getting rich off of you. You should be getting rich off of them. Well, and then how about the Elon Musk story where a lot of people did get rich. Then a week ago, he asked, all his Twitter followers, should I sell 10%? Now, I was surprised that it was like 60, about 60% said yes. Now, most of those people probably hold Tesla stock, right? Yeah, it was a dumb idea to say that. Yeah, I mean, you got to got to think when he sells, how much did he sell, you know, I don't well, know. Well, he only sold 5% last week. He only sold yeah. 5% and last week. And he sold more. But, I mean, the stock is went down by like 15% over the week. Yeah. Bingo, yeah. bango. I yeah. mean, and, and and this is the, but the problem is Elon Musk needed to sell stock yeah, because he was kind of coy about that. Well, but he, he, that was a game he played because yeah. he could have just gone out and sold it, and then people would have said, "Oh, you're selling your stock." Now he can say, "You told me to sell it," yeah, because he needed to sell it to pay the taxes on options that he got. So. It was a complex financial strategy on his part. And by the way, somebody recently said, do we have our first trillionaire in the making? Yeah, Can I don't you know. Imagine. What, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, he is the his, world's richest man right now. His net worth for was the about moment. $250 billion. One quick divorce could blow that up, though, really quick. So hang on for that. Um, but the, what are the lessons learned from this there if you're lots. an investor? Because one investor, one of his biggest investors, says, "Nope, he's the Tesla stock is heading to three thousand, where it's now Kathy trading Woods. about a thousand. So, I mean, she's still a believer. Many people still believe her, of course, in the product. By the way, I think I did read this last night. I think they're selling is it nine hundred thousand cars next year, or something? Or, but each they- of those cars, each of those cars to pay off according to the stock valuation, is worth about one point three million dollars." I mean, that's wow. I mean, okay, that uh, really that illustrates woo, the problem yeah. mm. with the excitement over these growth yeah, stocks. And, exactly. And you know what? Tesla reminds me a lot of the internet stocks in the nineties when they they just they they we we knew some of them would grow like crazy, like Google. But you didn't know which ones would be the big winners. Amazon, they were the, these were all coming up back then. But you didn't know who would be the big winner. Tesla's gotten bit up to the point where it's it's as if they'll be the only car company, and you know that's not going to be the case. Another one went public this week. By the way, my dog Rivian. still has his still has his pets dot com stock that he's holding on to for the <laughs> turnaround. Tucker's waiting it. for the big rebound on that one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. So, one lesson is, frankly, again, and we've mentioned this a couple of times, 
We do not believe in owning, nor do we recommend to our clients, period, that you own individual stocks. There are too many unknowns. It's too risky. The chances for default are great, right? I mean, right. it's you, and and I'm not saying Tesla's going out of business. I don't think no, Rivian no, no, will no, no, no. Just the risks business, are high. Yeah, I don't know why. You, the only reason to do it is you make more than the market. Now Tesla has done that for a long period of time. Well, like five years, long period. Mm-hmm. But the next five, they may lose money. I don't know. I don't care what Kathy says about all Kathy. That. Kathy Wood cracks me up. Kathy Woods. Woods. Because she's uh, just she's a cheerleader for the things she loves. I know. Yeah, well, and yeah, she gets media. Owns. See, she gets she owns them, and yeah. so she gets media attention because of who she is, and that in and of itself drives often drives the prices of the stocks. It sure she's does. Touting higher. And by the way, how much of Tesla do I own? How much of Tesla do you own? Yeah. Uh, let's see. And what's your what's your uh, your stock 80, bond 20. allocation? 80, 80 20. 20. So you own about in a typical well diversified portfolio globally, probably about four tenths of one percent of your portfolio. And I'm, I'm is in okay Tesla. with that. Yeah, that's probably okay. just the right amount, don't you think? I think it is, and I don't own any of the Rivian. 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 You don't own yeah. any Rivian. Although I may own a Rivian. I kind of like the looks of the car, but you talked me out of that one so good. I had my finger on the button. All I do is press, and I would have put $1,000 into a car, but no, it didn't happen. $1,000. Just the first of of 75,000. I think it was 70, but okay. No, no, no. If you looked, it was 75 if you wanted any color other than white. (laughs) 855-935-TALK. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> I just went uh, online and uh, found us the story. Elon, Elon Musk ends the week selling nearly $7 billion worth of Tesla shares just this week. And Tesla executives and board members have been selling their stock, too. Hmm. No. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But Kathy yeah. will buy them all up, not to worry. Sure, sure she will. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. Give us a call. We'll try and help you manage money better than you did before. Or your money back. <laughs> Every nickel. <laughs> Every nickel you paid for the call. 855-935-8255. And Michelle, you're next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Michelle. I, my husband, um, he's 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. He worked in the 90s for five years for a company. So we've got this like $35,000 in a Fidelity account that's just been you know sitting there for since since he left okay so i'm trying to figure out what if anything to do with it so we have an option to roll it into his 401k at work my non-work 401 or uh, ira or we do have three kids in college trying to think about withdrawing a little bit here and there to maybe help fund their more college so just if you had thoughts whether to leave it alone or roll it into something else so we yeah, well, let's go back. Yeah, let's go back and make sure that we're 
agreement on all the potential options. Number one, yes, you could take the money from an old retirement plan and move it into his new one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you could take it and move it from his old retirement plan to an individual retirement account. In what his I don't, name. In his name. What you mentioned about something about moving it to your account, I don't believe you can do that because it is – You'd be moving it into an individual retirement account. That is his account. Couldn't be moved to yours. Um, if you needed money for to pay for college, I don't know that this is the best place to take it because even though he's 59 and a half, you're still going to pay regular income tax rates to take that money and move it to your bank account and pay for college. So that'd be my last choice. My first, honestly, would be because of simplicity, roll it over to the plan he's in today because it's just easier that way you get one pre-tax account then it's simple if, it's easy to keep if, if it has it's good okay. funds yeah. yeah i mean that's the struggle right i mean just to make a blanket recommendation without seeing what's in it uh if if not then you would in my mind you could go to any of the major fund families fidelity vanguard or schwab and just own a target date fund for simplicity mm-hmm. low cost mm-hmm. pretty well diversified and you don't have to worry about it they'll make the adjustments for you as he gets older that help okay yes thank you so much yeah you're very welcome thanks so much for the call 855-935-TALK is our phone number you can also send questions into us at talkingrealmoney.com and boy do we have a doozy for you we just have been to, doozies we just happen to know a lot about this company we've worked mm. with them before so. ah okay ah. i know where we're going now yep okay here's the message Smart Asset can't seem to make up its mind. Smart Asset is, you see, if if you read any financial media online anywhere, you're going to see ads for Smart Asset. You may not know it because they don't put their name at the head of it, but, but you will you'll you'll see. And they, yeah. they claim they claim that they will get you a fiduciary investment advisor and that they will default to fee only versus fee based. And they list, you know, they list all these big name firms like Fisher and the like on their things. And then then they make you fill out a form and then they send you three names of advisors. Now, one when they send you those three names, you're going to get phone calls. Trust me, you're going to get them. They're going to get them fast, and you're going to get them often. Let me go ahead and read this guy's, the rest of this guy's note. He said, the link takes you to the top. This link he sent me takes you to the top financial advisors, which turns out to be a list of the biggest. They're not the best. They're the biggest. Uh, and and he the, the list is, oh, let me get it for you here. Fisher, Cap Trust, Wealth Enhancement Group, Messero, Summit Rock Advisors. These are all gigantic firms. Um, and they're, I've looked them up. They're all, Fisher's expensive. They're stock pickers. There's good ones and bad ones, but let me continue his note. Uh, smart asset will also try and match a person up with a fiduciary advisor going through that process. I was given three names. None were these top firms. One was a dual registered advisor with mostly insurance background. Two was a dual registered advisor, mostly stockbroker type. Three was a dual registered, mostly stockbroker fight type that had paid a lot of fines. They had a disciplinary record. Good Lord. I'm looking for a financial advisor, but smart asset would make things more confusing if I was. Your opinions, please. Okay, well, just to make sure people understand, smart asset is not a financial services company. No, no. They are a marketing company. The idea here is you, you, Don mentioned, you may read their stuff online about, hey, here are the four reasons to do blank, blank, blank by the end of the year, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's 
that kind of thing gets your attention. And then in the article, they might say, hey, do you need an advisor? We know where we can find you a great one. You fill out a form, and as Don said, they will send you three advisors who, by the way, are paying a lot for your name. Uh, up to $680 for your name. Yeah, so they're paying quite a bit, and they're going to be, as you said, Don, aggressive. They're going to call you a lot, and it has the the people that they're working with, have the quality, as you just mentioned, has nothing to do with whether or not they're working with them, simply people that will pay the freight for that prospect. That's it. There's no what? there's no real vetting process, I don't believe, where they uh, really Apparently not, look at if one of them had disclosures. No, I mean, that's outrageous. Or they may have worked their way down to that. I don't know. If they just ran out of people. Well, yeah. I, I, for the greater good of the Talking Real Money audience, Uh-oh. sacrificed myself and my one of my many email addresses. I gave them a fake phone number. But one of my many email addresses, I sacrificed for the greater good of all of you. And I put in information that I was a pretty sophisticated investor, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's true. They said they were going to get me uh, the three best advisors in the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. The first one I got Mickey was Mouse? a guy with Raymond James. Oh, sorry, I spoke too soon. Yeah. Raymond James, which mm-hmm. is a broker dealer. Indeed it is. Now, it says he's also an investment advisor representative with Raymond James asset advisors yeah of course you know they're both they're dual this was a dual registered advisor okay so um i looked at that one i didn't look up his fees but i did on the next one the next one is with a firm called satara and i'm familiar with them too that's a broker dealer that's a dual registered they've been around for a while yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i looked Mm -hmm. up his adv part two the maximum client, assuming you get him as a fiduciary, which you may or may not, because conflict of interest all over his ADV part two, the um, maximum client fee on the first quarter of a million dollars is 2.25%. No. Yes, I'm not kidding. Is this 1970 or 2021? That's crazy high. Then the final one was with a company called Life mm. Wealth Group. He's the only one. No, there were two of them were CFPs. Okay. See, this is the other thing: is they're CFPs. How do they work for a broker dealer? They're not supposed to be allowed to. His yeah. maximum fee was two point seven five percent. Good lord, That's, please! That is really crazy. So, my suggestion would be: if you're looking for an advisor, this is not the place to go. And we'll give you some advice on how to find one. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I decided to be fair. I would look up the Raymond James fee, too, just to be fair. I think fair is important. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Didn't we have somebody last hour that was getting like 8% for some, a particular fund or something? Yeah. Well, they and by the way, these guys, all of these guys, and by that. the way, they're all guys, these guys could sell that Blackstone 8% thing. And then collect the two plus all percent I, as well. I am just looked, I looked up their ADV part right. two. No, they're the going to tell you we never charge commission. we never charge that much, Don. Well, ever. their maximum fee at Raymond James up for up to a million dollars. Yeah, for the first million is two point two five. We never charge that. 
They do charge that. They state they it always right. always say that. And they say that. It's like, then yep. why is the 2% in your... It, if you always charge 1%, wouldn't it be good for business to put 1% in your ADV part two? Do you want to know why I think they put it in there? Uh, Why? Because to the unsuspecting who walk in off the street and say, hey, I really need help. Oh, we've got a program for you. And then they put them in high expense funds. They charge them two plus percent a year for the pleasure of doing that, et cetera. So I don't know. Sad. I'm just sad, very sad, frustrated. Sad. But here's what I suggest everyone do. You're looking for an advisor. Finding finding a one hundred percent this is the, the, the key part of this sentence is one hundred percent fiduciary advisor is really hard because according to Market Watch. 99% of advisors are not 100% fiduciaries. Only 1% are. They're either broker-dealers or duly registered. Insurance agents, ins- all, yeah, all, that, all, all that. Oh, it's, it's so painful. Uh, but here's what uh, – th- th- How do you hard. go find one then? One, it's hard. One? It's hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard because only 1%. You the odds are you're going to talk to 100 people and yeah. 99 of them are going to be wrong for you. Okay, how do I just go to the 1%? Well, you don't, but I mean, we're going to up your odds. We're going to okay. up your odds. All you right. go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. We've put a lot of resources there. I spent a lot of time vetting some of the bigger financial firms in the country. So if you've got one of these, you can look up what their maximum fee is, whether they're 100% fiduciary or not. But if you're dealing with another one, we have on the website a two-page advisor interview form. Here's what will happen. You will take it to 100 advisors, and 99% of them, 99 of those 100, will say, oh, I can't fill that out. We're not allowed to fill that out. Because if they were 100% fiduciary, low-fee advisors, they would have no problem filling this form out. Why? Why? If, as long as you tell the truth, you're totally okay. And the form basically says, do you charge? How much do you charge? What kind of investing do you do? Are you always required to act as a fiduciary? We have signed our own form at yes, our firm. Have. Mm-hmm. No reason not to. If you're telling the truth, what trouble are you going to get into? Okay, so go to TalkingRealMoney.com backslash help. Yes. What if you go to TalkingRealMoney.com backslash hell? Do you get brokers then? I mean, what do you get yes. then? and we'll give you the list just of check. all of these these three <laughs> guys that I got from <laughs> oh, Smart which, oh, Asset. Yeah, people are going to want to know which one did you end up going with. Myself. Which one did you? Ch- oh, you didn't hire any of them. After I just all that? got their names today. Oh, oh okay. and by the way, they haven't sent me any emails yet. But they're really? going to. Oh boy, they will Monday morning at six oh, a.m. Yeah. Sharpie. But I gave them a fake you. phone number. I gave them my old home phone number. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> It'll ring and ring and It'll ring and ring. It'll ring somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> oh, uh, but you're a I nice just, guy. you know, I want to tar- thank Mark. Mark, this Mark's in Edmonds, and Mark, this was a terrific terrific question yeah and and i gotta say mark oh the other thing at talking real money you're in edmonds i didn't even notice go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help and we actually gave you the we'll give you the names of some advisors in the puget sound area that we are pretty confident are always going to act as a fiduciary and have reasonable fees and actually considering the recent weather they might actually just be in the puget sound at this point. Right. Just wash down into the sound. There you go. So pick one with a raft. Yeah. No, an ark. An ark. <laughs> Bring it by, <laughs> by the way, if you got one. At Kathy Woods got an ark. 
That's true. Yeah. It's uh, holding water, kind of. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it all shakes yeah, out see. after this Tesla blow up. So, but do do check it out. The, the, we we've got some resources for you, and and it is hard. It is really hard. And and I hate to tell you all this, but there's probably you know about twenty or thirty thousand of you listening. Out of that twenty or thirty thousand, there's like twenty or thirty of you have a, who have a fiduciary advisor. <laughs> I know that hurts. No, two or three hundred, maybe. Well, if you all have advisors, but you probably all don't have advisors. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We got lines open for you right this very moment. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We're talking real money. If my old knees didn't hurt so bad, I'd get down on them and beg right for now. callers. <laughs> get down on my knees and beg <laughs> for callers. Never get At back eight. up again. I, I wouldn't. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. I was at a community event last night. Um, it was really bad. Uh, the little town I live in was having its founders day celebration. okay but let's just go out it's celebration florida celebration florida yeah yeah, it's yeah. so kind of a, actually it was hmm. the first part of it the last part is tonight when we have fireworks because you know we're near disney but anyway i was there with a friend i haven't seen him in a couple of years since covid uh a guy who's a um uh a orthopedic surgeon mm-hmm. and <laughs> we were all talking about our knees and I'm, i i get we're sitting at the park drinking a beer and and he's like he, he goes come over here he's like poking around going eh, I think I may be I'm getting an exam in the park I could be a meniscus uh, I'm going I don't know okay remember thirty practicing. years ago the things we used to talk about and now today we talk about what hurts Knees. and what doesn't hurt yeah, yeah. it hurts kind of sad it's old age Oh, any, anyway, I was begging. Was that where it was? That the yes, right? yeah, I was, was begging. You're going to get down on, on knees, your knees, please. Begging people to call us at 855-935-TALK. I am not above begging. I am just not. <laughs> it must be the flooding I in the Seattle I think it's the, the lack area. of pride. Oh, the la- oh yeah, the phone lines are out, I'm sure, yes. And and that thing is stuck in the upright position. That thing, whatever that is. You're supposed to see a doctor if that happens, if it gets anyway. After 48 hours. <laughs> Call After, someone. Is it 48 hours? I think it is. I'm sorry. If your bridge is stuck in the... If you're, I'm sorry. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. The kids don't know what that means. <laughs> Which is so, probably a good thing. It's better. That one time when we said the the P word. Oh, yeah. That was bad. And we got in trouble yeah, with the guy I whose know. kids were in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, I know. So now we have to call it cheesecake instead. That's right. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Investment cheesecake. Uh, all right. What do you got? Hit me. I got a question for yeah, you that came do. in at talkingrealmoney.com. Mm-hmm. Thank God for, for thank God for the people who send questions into yeah. talkingrealmoney.com. A lot of them. Yeah. This was ahead. typed in. This is so short. It's so easy for you. You're going to knock this one out of the park, Tom. Can we use a football analogy? You know, you're going to outkick your we're coverage gonna, or something. Okay. We're going to, you're going to out, whatever you could, right. uh, wait a minute. What is there a soccer term I could use that would make you? Oh, Ooh. oh, oh my gosh! I forgot to mention the yeah. doc. It took me forever to recognize this. The doctor guy, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of funny. And uh, this is the one probing your knee during yeah, a one social pro- and my gathering. He's that's, probing my knee, Debbie's okay, knee. That's another, a little weird in anyway, a social thing, but okay. He's wearing like a soccer jersey. 
Yeah, well, it was a big night for soccer last night. He's, those he's wearing a big a soccer jersey, and I kept looking at attention. it going, this looks so familiar to me, and mm. I am not a soccer fan. You're coming around. You were used to be a lot worse than you yeah, are today. Yeah. So. It's, but the jersey he's wearing, Yeah, I, I look on the back, and it's, uh, um, well, I, let me tell you, I look, I look at the front, and the, 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 the mascot is a greyhound. Yeah, I don't know who that is, and I do the know Richmond, a lot of soccer. The Richmond Greyhounds. Ah, yeah, well, very from, popular. From Ted USL. Lasso. Ah, that Richmond. The Richmond, Richmond England. Yeah. Ah, and and the back of it Lasso said Kent. Roy mm. Kent. Oh, you haven't mm. watched it yet. See? Yes, I have watched it. I watched the first three. You I'm going to try again. Apparently, you mm, you weren't you weren't work. in the right mindset. I guess for so. Ted. I'm going to try it again. I said I would. It's so good. I love but now it. I'm on Yellowstone's back on the air, and so I mean, anyway, so all right. we'll see. All right, okay. all right, all right. So Begging anyway, we're going. Here's a question. Work. Yeah, go ahead. Are AVUV, mm -hmm. which is the event Avantis U.S. Small Cap Value ETF, yeah. mm -hmm. and AVUVX, which is the Avantis Small Cap Value Institutional Mutual Fund, the same equivalent investments? Exactly the same. Uh, let me just a second. I'm going to do a little research. AVUV, AVUVX. Second. I got a check over here in the book. In the yes, big book. they are. Yeah, the yeah. Big, remember when you used to have that? You used I used to, to use the big Morningstar book. Yeah, those are the same. And by the way, uh, this is something we're going to talk about at Retire Meet. I think you know this, right? That Paul's doing an entire segment on why you need to own U.S. small cap value. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a that's good topic. In, that's as, because most people don't own it. Well, Paul, that's a really good topic. Yeah, so I know he's probably he's, listening. And by the way, so if for those of you a little late, that that AVUV, it's up over 70% in the last 12 and a half months. Let me finish the question, though. Yeah. In my employer 401k, is there's a behavioral advantage to using the fund instead of the ETF because I can automatically purchase shares each payroll period. If I use ETFs, I have to manually purchase. Use the fund, then. They're exactly the same price. They're the same portfolios. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255 is our phone number here on Talking Real Money. And you know what? We found one other thing that pays well. Groveling. Groveling pays. It pays dividends because Cynthia called us because we groveled. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Hi. You were talking about VREIT and that it has an 8 8% no. initial investment fee? No, 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 no. It was B. No. B is in boy. R. Vanguard's REIT would oh, be yeah. no upfront charge and a very small expense ratio. The fund we were discussing is issued by Blackstone. It had an upfront charge and oh, expensive geez. to operate. So no, 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 no. Vanguard would never have a pro Well, okay, okay Vanguard does not have a product like that. I don't know if they ever yeah. would. Because and it's just that the symbol okay. that they use for the Blackstone REIT Trust is B, B as in boy, R-E-I-T. Okay, I got it. 
You know, I I was thinking of Vanguard, but it's so impossible to get to reach them and talk to them and actually get yeah. an advisor and all this. It's impossible. Yeah, they've just, you know, the thing about Vanguard, they've grown very rapidly. Number two, the structure in which they operate requires each fund to pay its own way. It's kind of a weird business structure, so they can't really get out ahead of hiring. The funds have to bring in enough money, then they can hire. So they've been behind for a number of years. And, yes, we do get many people that complain mm-hmm. about the lack of service. They really truly got to be a do-it-yourselfer if you want to use Vanguard Vanguard, products. you have to be an online yeah. user. You mm-hmm. really do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and the good news is their website is very, very user-friendly. I find it to be terrifically user-friendly. So, um, if and you, you got to buy the, the you got to buy the stuff at Vanguard because now if you go to Schwab and buy Vanguard, they charge you seventy five dollars unless you buy the ETFs. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So if you go to Schwab, you can buy the Vanguard ETFs through them, which I do. I I own some Vanguard ETFs through Schwab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're trading every day. You're in and out. Oh my gosh, I'm up just and crazy. Down and but I did not buy B B R E I T. No, I'm glad uh, you brought that to our attention. Yeah, though. thank you, Cynthia. Thank you for the call. Anything else? Yes, you said Schwab charges $75 to do a Vanguard trade? A Vanguard mutual fund trade, yes, ma'am. Yep. They say they have no transaction fees. Not on stocks, but on mutual funds that are not in their own stable or some of their no transaction fee funds. And these are funds that pay them the transaction fee? Yeah, see, here's the thing Vanguard won't play the game that the industry's played for a long time which is sharing some of that money with the, the, the people that are the custodians. Vanguard simply says, no, you can use our funds, but now you're going to have to pay a commission because there's not going to be any kick. It's, 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 it's the method of doing business. So I don't think Vanguard's the only. No, no, no. Any low swap, fee, so. any low fee fund. Dimensional didn't do it. Uh, I, I'm sure Avantis do, doesn't do it with their funds now because what you had to do is tick, you had to kick back to them part of your 12B1 fee, which is a marketing fee. And Vanguard doesn't charge a 12B1 fee. So they Good don't point. have it to pay Schwab. So Don correctly points out either A, just go right to Vanguard and buy the funds there, or B, right. use the exchange traded fund version of which they basically and have every ETF Almost everything of the fund. now, yeah. including the real estate fund. Now there yeah. is an ETF for that, which is the symbol is VNQ. VNQ, the Vanguard Real Estate ETF. And it's, just, got a, it's got a lower expense ratio. Victor, right? November. Oh, good for you. And Quebec. Is it Quebec? Really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Victor. Yeah, let's see. What's the ad? It's 0.12 on the ETF and the Admiral version of the real. Oh, it's 0.12 on the Admiral now. Yeah, they've cleaned up a lot of that. Yeah, they cleaned up a lot of that stuff. So they just got low fees for. I mean, that's very low. It's very diversified. We've looked at that uh, that portfolio previously. You own thousands of REITs and uh, you pay almost nothing for it versus Blackstone, where you probably own, what, a couple hundred REITs and you pay a No, ton. no, That's no. Ridiculous. You just own real estate. Ah, okay. Got it. Yes. It is its own REIT thing, yeah. I think. Hmm. So I don't know. But anything else, Cynthia? Yeah, just because we got time. <laughs> I think she's gone. We have more calls. Thanks. Trina. Oh, oh, Trina. oh, we do oh, have another call. Look at all his calls. Oh, fine. You're all calling at the end of the show now. Never fails. Well, go Trina, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you guys? Good, Trina. Thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, I have I have a question. I was listening last Saturday, and you guys had made a comment about um, you should be thinking about retirement 
before the age of 53, it's like around 25. And I was like, oh, man. You missed and it. So I'm, yeah. And yeah. so um, my question is, how do you know how or how do you determine the amount you want to retire on? I mean, how do you know, how do you do your do you do a cost of living? Is there some kind of math that you guys do to figure out, oh, this I'm going to need, say, five million dollars to retire. How do yep. you come up with that? With that. Good question. Well, there again, and we started the whole program with this notion. Um, yes, you mentioned something about cost of living. The first is how much money are you going to need to spend? That's a number. Then you can go look at all the sources of income you're going to get in retirement, social security, pension, et cetera. Outside of that, then you have to use your savings to supplement those other sources. So there isn't really, I mean, sometimes I hear people say you need to have save 25 times your annual salary. I don't buy into that. Again, I think everybody should have a plan after, especially after age 50, I would say. A good advisor helps you understand how much you're going to need, how much, how that money should be invested sort of for the long haul to provide uh, your income for a long period of time. But it is a planning process. And, and, and it, it, there is no set number. And sometimes you have to adjust your lifestyle to fit your financial situation you, you look at both you say what do i what do i think i'm going to need and then what might i realistically be able to expect so um yeah you need a plan and it's not that hard a plan but it's one of the reasons why we have an advisory firm because we help people do that thanks for the call trina we appreciate it kelly you're up next welcome to the show Woohoo! thanks for taking my call <laughs> thank um, you i have a question about <laughs> I have a question. My husband and I have, uh, we each owned a home before we got married, and then we bought another home because, you know, why not? You so have too many homes now. Yeah, apparently. Um, so we, we turned them into rentals, <laughs> okay. and uh, his he is getting ready to sell his rental because he's, at that point, he's older than I, and he needs, he needs the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, we talked to our accountant who apparently did not either didn't understand or isn't doing what we're asking because I would like to mitigate the tax consequences of selling this rental. Mm-hmm. And we talked that we had some other person tell us about a Delaware statutory. No, 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 no. That's okay. just an expensive. How, what, wait, wait. Now, when did you get married? When did you get married, Kelly? Uh, it's been 15 years. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought this was something recent. So you guys have owned these extra houses for 15 years? Yes. Yes, we right. have. You're not going to be able to help yourself with the taxes. No, I mean, again, you're, really you're going to pay long-term capital gains tax on that. Get your money, pay the tax, get on with your life. The, yeah, there's you could do a 1031. Yeah, you could do a DST. There's all kinds of gimmicks. DSTs but cost a fortune. You could do an opportunity zone. I mean, there's there's all kinds of gimmicks out there that I that I think truly are gimmicks. And eventually, you pay the tax anyway. That's my take. Yeah, exactly. And you're just going to pay. You're going to you're going to spend a lot of money with a lot of quote experts to avoid a tax that you're eventually going to have to pay, and maybe at a much higher rate in the future. So, bird in the hand, take that bird. Don't go for the two in the bush. Eight five five nine three five talk. Call it twenty four seven. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our sixty page. Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 
And Trina's question is one of the reasons why we have decided, and we decided 10 years ago, uh, more than, oh my gosh, like 12 years ago, to make our advisors available to everybody for a little while at no cost or no obligation or sales pitch uh, because everybody needs to know what that number is when they get to retirement. You got to have, you've got to have a target toward which you're aiming. And most of us don't know what that target is. We don't know how much we need. Well, sit down with one of our advisors. They'll help you figure out how much you need. Even if you're going to do it yourself for the rest of your life, it's fine. We just want to make sure you get on the right track and that you don't get misled. So if you want to meet with, virtually on the phone, even in person, I guess, if you're in the Seattle area, go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?